this is Anna Marie Boyd, and you are listening to Moved by Grace Counseling Radio. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Anna Marie Boyd, and I'm a licensed professional counselor, a registered drama therapist, a registered yoga teacher, and currently a PhD candidate in mind-body medicine with a specialization in integrative mental health. My podcast supplies nuggets of information regarding innovative and somatic approaches to mental health and mental health treatment. In just 10 to 15 minutes each episode, we learn about topics such as creative therapies, neuroscience and play, the mind-body connection, and alternative approaches to psychotherapy. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into the topic of the day. And as you know, this season is all about emotion, self-esteem, and identity. Today, I want to introduce you into a really powerful method that is changing my perspective and truly giving me the foundation to change my response to what we perceive to be negative emotions, which are really integral. I mean, it's half of the human experience. Um, So stay tuned and we are going to jump right into it. apologize for taking the last week off, but I have to be very honest and transparent with you all. And I'm a bit embarrassed to admit this, but in the spirit of embracing vulnerability and authenticity, I think it would also be helpful and hopefully relatable. Um, And so I'm going to share it with you. So over the past week, um, I contracted the flu. So Y'all, if anyone else in my life were experiencing the symptoms that I was, I would have obviously counseled them to take the time they needed to recover. And as a flawed human, I did exactly the opposite. Because I work remotely, I justified the fact that I could still work, and I did. And I was actually proud of the work that I did. And I slowly but surely watched my tank go from full to zero. (laughs) So I offer this as a reminder to extend grace, listen to your needs, respond to those needs compassionately, certainly to others, but also to self. So respect yourself enough to recognize your window of tolerance. We've talked about that a lot in this podcast. Um, And to truly do the opposite of what I've done. So I have learned from my experience and I will hold that in mind moving forward. But for today's episode, I promised to offer a method that is really changing my perspective and and my life when it comes to grappling and processing what might be considered difficult emotions. So a very human response is to to suppress these perceived negative thoughts, right? Like we will do anything to not feel discomfort. Um, Even positive psychology asserts that we can intentionally look at the bright side of situations, which is true and important, but it also fails to acknowledge the complexity of the human psyche and the human experience. So there is a method it's an acronym, so it, I like acronyms because they're easier to remember, but I do encourage you to maybe write this down on a note card, keep it close by, but it was developed by Tara Branch, who is Tara Brock. 
I apologize. Um, but she's been practicing and teaching meditation since 1975. She also leads workshops in meditation retreats and centers throughout North America and Europe. She has a PhD in clinical psychology and she is the founder of Insight Meditation Community of Washington. Um, she's also the author of Radical Acceptance, a book you might have heard of before, True Refuge, Refuge, Radical Compassion, and Trusting the Gold. So Tara has some weekly podcast of talks and meditations that are downloaded more than 3 million times each month. Uh, so for more on her, visit www.tarabrach.com. Um, incredible free resources, so I highly suggest to check that out. But to follow up on the RAIN method, it is an acronym standing for R, recognize, B, accept, I, investigate, and N, non-identify. So we're just going to start from the top and work our way down. So A, accept. It's a lot like it sounds. We want to acknowledge or allow whatever we are feeling in the moment. Now, distress tolerance and coping skills are very important, but we want to acknowledge what we are coping with, what emotions that we are experiencing. We are often like pressure cookers. If we just push down all of the discomfort, the pain, and fill our lives with busyness, they tend to fester and usually come out in our interpersonal relationships, particularly with people we are the closest with. So it comes out in passive aggressiveness or um, irritability, just unpleasantness. But what we want to do today is A, accept exactly what we're feeling. Um, you might want to reference the emotion wheel now, if you have not seen this, it's actually on my blog and it's a free resource. And there are a lot of different versions of the emotion wheel, but it's essentially a very large graph. It's a circle. And in the middle are emotions that most people can identify. Anger, frustration, resentment, happiness, joy, those things. But what I love about the emotion wheel is it branches out into so many different intricate emotions that might be playing a part in your experience and it kind of gives you a word bank to look at and say you know this this really speaks to what I'm experiencing or feeling um there's also another book when it comes to accept this first letter of this acronym called um oh it's Brene Brown's first book Atlas of the Heart I love this book um, and not to just give you another Brene Brown reference, <laughs> I know that, that people have some strong emotions, but it's really amazing because she breaks down, I think it's like 88 of the most common emotions and gives different depictions of how they show up in different people. So it, it helps us to identify, right, the difference between embarrassment and shame or guilt, because although the, a lot of people kind of bulk these together, they are very different experiencing experiences and almost like okay I'm gonna use this example you're driving in the car right and the engine light comes on and I don't know about you guys but usually like I'm very distressed I'm like oh gosh like that's not good but I have no idea what that means about my car so we take it to a mechanic right <laughs> 
But I use that example to say that our emotions are very similar. They are blinking lights on our dashboard to almost say, pay attention to me, this is important, hello. So if we ignore our engine light, right, our car is just going to break down and, and we're probably going to be frustrated and in a worse situation than if we just addressed it as they showed up. So A, and I know this is a loaded idea, but we want to accept these emotions non-judgmentally. And by that, I mean, when they show up, we want to almost say, interesting, okay. We tend to judge ourselves based off of our experiences, but we just want to document what's happening neutrally. So that's the first step. The second step is to investigate. And this is where therapy, my therapy has its roots, is we want to be curious. We want to ask ourselves questions about why we might be feeling this way. Um, what do we need to do in this situation? Um, we don't want to approach this as a psychoanalyst, but we want to be friendly and curious about ourselves. Very much like we would do with a child, right? They're very upset. Hey, help me understand what's going on here. Why might you be feeling the way that you're feeling? So next we want to move on to non-identify. And I do apologize, we missed the R of this <laughs> acronym. So I feel like I have failed you, but we are going to move on and I'm gonna come back to that. And that's just gonna be the um, imperfection of today. So non-identify. When we have negative feelings, we can integrate that as a part of who we are. So non-identification simply means that we want to recognize that we are a human being. And this emotion, while you are having this emotion, is not a part of your identity. Again, it is a blinking light. If we are driving a Ford truck, and the engine light comes on, that is not a signal that it is a broken, faulty car. That means usually there's some maintenance that needs to be done to keep it going. It's still a Ford vehicle. So <laughs> I hope that um, made sense to you, but we, we wanna basically differentiate the negative thoughts from sense of self. Um, so if we are experiencing shame, that does not mean we're a bad person. We are experiencing overwhelming shame, which is a universal human experience. So that is going to be the A, the I, and the N of this method. We're going to go back to R. So R stands for recognize. So here we want to get kind of an overarching idea of what's going on in our world. The holidays are coming up, maybe work is pretty intense right now. Something has triggered this onset of this negative emotion. We wanna get a sense of what this, what is going on in our world that is contributing to our experience. So that is the R, recognize. Recognize that, okay, I am, feeling something really intense and I have this desire to be busy or to respond to somebody in a way that I wouldn't typically. So recognize, raising awareness. Then we move into the accept. 
accepting, allowing, acknowledging the emotion. I investigate being curious about why this might be happening and then not identifying of, okay, I'm experiencing this emotion that is not who I am. What do I need to do in order to move forward? So I hope this gives you kind of, and I apologize again that it was kind of disjointed in the way that I presented it. Um, you can find a lot more information on the RAIN method and even examples of people utilizing it for hypothetical scenarios. Um, just go to Tara Brock's website. Um, it's, it's really been a helpful foundation for me to not only explore my own relationship with negative emotions and what that might mean, but also with others. It's a really helpful guide. Um, so maybe you have a friend or family members going through a hard time and you want to be there for them. You want to better understand them. This is a really great way to develop questions um, that are going to be non-judgmental and curious and supportive. Um, so I hope you found some value in this episode. Um, I will hopefully be back next week. Um, I do appreciate everyone who reached out with our illness um, and my dog. I haven't even shared this. My dog got infections in his feet. I didn't even know this was possible. Apparently it's maybe something they used on the grass, not really sure, um, but we are using some aloe vera on his paws. He's got some antibiotics. If anybody's experienced this, please reach out to me. I'd love some advice on how I can help to soothe him. He's been in a cone for a couple of weeks. So more insight into who I am and what my life's about. But um, I hope you enjoyed this and I look forward to meeting with you next week. Mm -hmm.